Kinsey Presno, and this is Kindle and Kerosene, a podcast where I share stories and strategies to inspire, encourage, and challenge you to ignite your life. Whether you need a spark to get started or fuel to keep going, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hello, hello, and happy new year. It's 2022, guys. Can you even believe it? I know it seems like I blinked and 2021 was over, but here we are, January 2022, and I want to welcome you to Kindle and Kerosene. I'm Kinsey Presnell, and man, I am so glad to be back with you guys today. I hope that you had a fantastic Christmas and New Year, and I really hope that you are ready to rock 2022. You know, I think it is going to be a great year. Sure, you know, I know you might be a little skeptical. I know I kind of am because the craziness of the last two years is very fresh, but I want you to decide right now. I want you to decide that you are going to have a great year. Now, actually, just stop right now. Press pause and say it out loud. Say, I'm going to have a great year, right? It's your turn. But no, really and truly, I did write, actually, as I was writing down some of my goals and intentions for the new year, you know, one of the things that I wrote down was I have absolutely no idea what 2022 will bring, but I know that I'm going to be ready for it, and I know that I am going to overcome whatever it is. So I hope that you find yourself in the same place this year, but the first episode of the year, right? It brings a little bit of pressure with it. I've taken a few weeks off to hang out with my kids and my family. And so I'm back and it was a little bit of pressure. Like, what do you even start with, you know? And I know that is me putting pressure on myself, but I really do tend to overthink the whole new year episode. And as I started thinking through this episode, I decided I want to go against the grain a little bit. I want to talk about not making a new year's resolution. If you've listened to me for a bit, you already know that I'm not a big fan of resolutions. Instead, I prefer setting intentions for the year. However, as I sat down to think about what I want to accomplish in 2022, I kept coming back to a different approach for this year. You know, I still have a monthly and quarterly and yearly goal set for 2022. That's just really something that I enjoy doing. It's kind of like my dream session, if you will, where I really get to to think big and to look at my life as a whole and see like, what do I really want? And, you know, it kind of keeps me on track, but I think we all know like setting the goal is the fun part. It's like the work that it takes to get there where we all kind of go in the struggle. But as far as like a resolution or intention, I'm not doing one this year. I'm not doing, you know, a list of intentions that I want to plan for every month or uh, every day. I really haven't set any, you know, specific habits like I'm going to do this every day and I haven't made a, you know, a specific resolution. And it's a little bit different, right? So I want you to hear me out and maybe this could be something that works for you too. The whole deal is, right, and I guess I would say the beef that I have with resolutions is that they rarely inspire real change. And I've noticed that in my life and I've noticed that in people that I've worked with, right? You know, sure, they encourage some behavior modification, but most people make it about 60 days before they're done with the resolution that they were so determined to make. Like, it's, it's, it happens so fast. You know, it's like we want something that we're not really willing 
to put the work in, which is why it's always something that we keep wanting, right? We don't have it yet because we're not willing to put the work in. So usually we make it about 60 days and then we're kind of just done with this whole, you know, change that we said we were going to make. Listen, I make my living in the health and wellness space. Health and wellness resolutions are probably one of the top every year. I would say saving money is probably up there too. But a lot of people make a resolution every year to get healthy, to start working out and to eat better. Like a lot of people. But we've all seen it. Gyms are packed. You know, the first couple weeks of January, like, golly, where do these people come from? Right? The veggies are picked over at the grocery store and you see like a million runners out for a few weeks. And then people slowly return to their old ways. And until they're fed up with where they are, they start and stop and start and stop until Halloween rolls around. around. And at that point, they throw in the towel and swear that January will be different. Guys, I can't tell you how many people I've seen tell me that this time will be different. And I'm not saying that people can't change, but really, what is going to make this time any different? What's going to make 2022 any different from 2021 or 2019 or 2016 or 2014 that you said every January, like, I'm going to do this and it's the same thing? What is going to make the same resolution with a quote unquote new method any different this time? But that's what we do, right? We try a new plan or a new gym or a new quick fix, hoping that finally, This will be the answer, right? This will be the miracle thing that happens that makes me change. But new methods only work for so long, right? Behavior modification only works for so long. So what if we changed the strategy? What if we changed the strategy? What if instead of setting another resolution or even intention, we did something different? Guys, life is ever-changing, I think we can all agree on that over the last few years. Like everything is changing and it's constant. It's like as soon as you think like you got it figured out, like there's another curveball. So we need a strategy that allows for flexibility and adaptation. We need to understand how to do the things we need to do even when, right, we're busy, when life throws that curveball, when we don't feel like it, or when circumstances are just like crappy, So how do we do this? And I believe it has to do with our response. We have to focus on our response. We have to commit to taking full ownership of our actions. We have to stop blaming everything else for the fact that we're stuck. We have to understand that we are response-able. And then we begin to make choices and decisions that reflect this attitude. You don't need a resolution to have a successful year. You don't. We really don't need more temporary behavior modification, right? I don't need to give up sugar for 21 days because what happens on day 22, we all know the drill. We've all done it. Instead, we need real lasting change. Listen, I understand that this isn't revolutionary, but maybe we could take a little pressure off the commitment and focus on things that you can build on throughout the year. So here's where it all begins. We must commit to being responsible. Or another way to say that is we must understand that we are response-able, right? We are always able to choose our response. Now that can be a tough pill to swallow sometimes because it's usually easier to blame something or make an excuse about why your life is the way it is instead of owning up and admitting that you always have a choice. 
right? Blaming is easy, right? Just ask your kids. Like they can find anything and everything to blame. But we do the same thing. You know, I love the stories that talk, you know, about people that really do live this out. This whole idea of taking complete ownership or being responsible and understanding that they can always choose how they respond, even in the worst situations. And I can't remember the story exactly, but I read uh, months ago in some book that I read last year. I know that's really specific, right? Um, But I read about a prisoner who was wrongfully accused. And he was charged with, I believe it was like drug trafficking or something. And he was sentenced to a really long stay in prison. Like years and years and years this guy had to serve. And he was innocent. But he was convicted and off to prison he went. Right now, I think about myself in that situation, and I can't sit here and honestly say that I would have had this guy's response, right? I would have likely probably felt very sorry for myself. I would have allowed myself to be a victim. I would have probably wasted a lot of time just like rotting away, right? Being so angry and mad and blaming everything around me instead of taking control of my response and dealing with my circumstance head on. Right? Because the way I would have handled it is not taking ownership and not being response-able. This guy, on the other hand, he faced his reality head-on. Right, This terrible reality, I really can't even wrap my head around what it must have felt like to go to prison for something you didn't do. This guy goes to prison, right? He begins studying law. He spent his hours learning how he could possibly free himself, and he refused to waste any of the time that he was behind bars. Like He refused to waste even one day right? Feeling bad, blaming, whatever it is. And I don't remember how long he ended up staying in prison. I know it was years, but eventually he was acquitted and now he is a practicing attorney. Now just think about that for a minute. What would your response have been in his situation? Wouldn't you think about it for real? And I would probably guess it would align more with my response than with this guy's. But we have to understand that's the power that we have. You can choose your response to any situation that life throws at you. But here's the catch. You can't make excuses and take ownership, right? Those two don't mesh. They don't coexist. Making excuses and taking ownership don't work together. You have to pick one or the other. But the beauty of taking ownership of your situation, as crappy as it might be, when you take ownership, you can change it. So stay with me here, right? Like, let's say you made a resolution. Let's say you're going to save money this year. Cool. Good for you. I've made that resolution a lot of times. Now, let's suppose that an unexpected bill comes in for like, I don't know, $6,000. Right? That's a big chunk of change for most of us. So you're like, yikes, right? You're not prepared. It throws a kink into your all or nothing resolution of you're going to save money. So now what do you do? What do you do? Do you moan and groan about how this always happens? About how just as soon as you got into the quote-unquote habit of saving money, something comes up? Or do you deal with it head-on, choosing to respond as someone that that understands that it's not over? It's not over. You can deal with this bill and still save money. That's the difference in a behavior modification, or I guess we could call a resolution, Like I skipped Starbucks for four weeks and we didn't eat out and real lasting change. 
right? So you saved your, you know, $5, uh, however many days a week you go to Starbucks for four weeks, you didn't eat out. So you've saved a couple hundred bucks because that's the behavior modification that you made in order to save money this year or whatever it was. That's not real lasting change, right? There's two different things, right? When you focus on real lasting change, you understand like, yeah, this situation freaking sucks, but I can handle it. Your response is now, I will need to make adjustments and come up with a plan, but this is a learning opportunity and it will prepare me for more of the unseen obstacles that will eventually come my way. You guys see the difference? Some unforeseen thing is always going to come your way. And it typically happens right as you feel like you're like making progress. And that's where so many of us get thrown off. Resolutions get thrown off by life, period. They do. I see it every year. Guys, life is never smooth sailing. If you feel like it is right now, I'm not trying to be like a Debbie Downer on you, but the seas are going to pick up. Life is full of random events that are out of our control, and how you respond to those events and obstacles will be the determining factor in the outcome. Being response-able allows you to push through life's curveballs and obstacles. All right, I'll use another example. So you made a resolution to get healthy. Nice. I am all for it 100%. I think we can all improve our health. Always. Right? Again, I, again, I don't think there's one person on this planet that couldn't make some sort of improvement. So you made the resolution awesome. So you cook healthy and make it to the gym for a few weeks. You're on a roll. You're feeling good. Nothing has gotten in your way, right? And you've managed the few schedule changes that you've needed to make. Sweet. Good job. Well, now it's like March, so it's baseball season, and you're spending your foreseeable future at the ballpark. Your schedule is out the window, your meal prep time has now been cut in half, and oh yeah, your boss is now going to send you on a work trip for a few days. What do you do? What do you do? You made a commitment, but again, if we really look at it, we're looking at behavior modification here. Have you really changed? Have you learned how to deal with the ever-changing schedule of life? If not, you're going to be scrambling from March to May and you'll probably throw in the towel promising that you'll get back on the wagon this summer when things settle down. But here's the little secret. It's not going to settle down, right? It might for a few weeks, but until you learn how to adapt and respond, you're likely going to find yourself on this hamster wheel always working but never really making progress. Because when all the stars align, you're doing great. But when the curve brawl comes, you don't know what to do because you haven't figured out how to own your response. You haven't figured out to take full ownership of every situation that, you come, that comes your way. So you fall victim to life circumstances. I hope you guys are following me here. I really, really do. And I hope like that you're encouraged through this. Right, I don't know that I'm speaking in a totally encouraging tone, but I hope that you're encouraged by the fact that you always get to choose your response. You know, so often we do things because we've just always done them. And I can't tell you how many years in a row I made the same resolution, but in the end, I never really changed. Like I went through the wash, rinse, repeat cycle for years and years and years, literally the same list of resolutions every single year. 
And every single year, I swore it was going to be different. But it never was until I chose to focus on my response. Until I began to understand that I'm always in control of my choices. When that happened, things began to finally change. It became less about an all or nothing commitment and more about learning to play the game of life. Instead of being derailed by an unfortunate circumstance, I'm learning, right? I use the word I'm learning because I'm definitely still learning. I'm not perfect at this in any way, shape, or form. I'm still learning to take ownership and choose my response carefully. And I have to tell you, this was 100% key for me in 2021. And I look back, I've just finished my year in review for 2021. And, you know, if 2020 was the year of change, 2021 was the year of adaptation for me. Adaptation, that was kind of my word that I kept coming back to. I had to learn to adapt to so many new and different things in my life without throwing in the towel, without being able to live in the black and white, right? Hello, gray area. This is where I'm going to, I'm really going to learn to love it, right? Every, I'm learning and I'm, I'm loving it more, but I'm not like totally in love with gray yet. I still love my black and white. So I'm still learning to love the gray area. Right? But I'm learning to adapt without making excuses and without like being a complete and utter witch. And what I learned throughout this, man, I learned so freaking much. In the end, so much of the adaptation that was pretty much forced, it became a great thing, right? But the only reason that I was able to adapt instead of give up was because I chose to own my response, right? If I would have been focused on an outcome or a resolution, I don't think I would have had the same result. I think I would have looked back at 2021 and looked at all the really sucky things that came my way because there were a lot of them. I would have looked at all the trials and all of the hard things and be like, man, 2021 just really wasn't any better than 2020. I guess we're just kind of on a downward spiral because the world sucks, you know, whatever it is. Right? If I would have been so focused on an outcome or a resolution, I think I would have given up. I think I would have thrown in the towel. And it all, guys, all of it comes back to mindset. And I've heard this said a few different ways lately, and I think I like this the best. Mindset isn't everything. Like a lot of us think it is. You know, I think a lot of us think mindset is everything. But mindset isn't everything. However, mindset affects everything. So what would it look like if you gave up your resolution this year? What if instead of committing again to whatever change you want to make, you shifted your focus? What if your commitment was to be response-able? What if your response became to take ownership of your choices in any and every situation you find yourself this year? I have a feeling if you make that commitment and you follow through, 2022 will 100% be your best year yet. It will be. Right, Because you'll be able to go with the flow. You'll be able to overcome. You'll be able to see the growth opportunities that come when life feels crazy and things aren't aligning the way that you wanted them to align. Right now, one note, right? It's 100% okay not to get this right all the time. Because I don't, I don't think anybody does. Right, It's okay not to get it right all the time. 
The key is learning to recognize when you aren't taking responsibility for your life. And then get your crap back in line so that you can begin to move forward toward the change that you seek. Right? Different way to look at the beginning of the year. And I know this episode will come out the first the first week of January as we're all like gung-ho in our, our resolutions or our intentions or whatever we're setting. And so I just want you to kind of think about, you know, what it would look like if if you maybe took a different strategy this year. I'm not saying don't set goals. Set goals. They're so fun. They really are. You know, one of one of my goals and plans this year is to take a quarterly adventure with my family. I think that's a really fun and exciting uh, goal for me that will require me to do some things that are hard for me to do, like stop working or, you know, delegate or things like that. So we have to understand that even with these goals, like there's so many different processes that come in place and that's, it's where we really have to look. But I don't, I don't want you to get away from setting goals, but I just want you to approach the changes that you want to make in your life a little bit differently and see what happens. See what happens and let me know what happens. I would be really interested to hear um, if you're taking my approach and, and let me know how it works for you. But boom, guys, we're back. And that is what I've got for you today. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a huge favor and share it on your social media pages or your stories. Make sure you tag me. Also, if you haven't left a review, please take, you know, I think it maybe will take you 90 seconds to head over to your podcast platform and leave a review. And you know, if you need help understanding ownership and how you can be more response able, please, please, please shoot me a message. You know, I, I'm a real person dealing with real issues too, so I can totally relate and I would love to help, right? I, I have kids that aren't perfect. I'm not perfect. I work a full-time job and try to keep it all together too. So I, I get where you are and I have probably struggled with many of the same areas that you are struggling with as well. So I would love to help in any way I can. If you're local to the Pace area, get yourself into the FLF Training Center like now, now. There is absolutely no better place to train and we will give you a week for free so that you can get to know us, that you can experience our workout and you can get to know our community. Um, Carline questions, yes, are also back this week. I had a couple que- a couple people tell me they missed them. So thank you for letting me know that. I appreciate it. Um, my kids go back to school this week. So you'll see me back on Instagram for Carline questions. Other than that, you guys have an awesome day and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find me on social media at Fixed On Fitness. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Go have an awesome day.